0: Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Hello, welcome to the IHTF special. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes. During the marketing and distribution program stream, I hosted the fireside of Yanke Masayan, Phoebe Commercial Systems and B2B Digital for NH Hotel Group. We discussed a new model of distribution and distribution processing. She explains why they moved to a concentrated distribution model and how she worked with her team to address challenges to devise the strategies that support growth. I apologize for the recording. Unfortunately, there was a lot of background noise. Please enjoy. Travel Market Life
1: so basically what we saw is um, that we have a lot of channels connected at one point we had 38 channels connected so obviously it's very easy to lose control when you have so many channels to manage so on one hand you have the commercial force that has to manage these accounts and on the other hand you have the technical force that also needs to maintain configure do the mappings all the technical aspects and eventually also deal with the incidents that these channels may uh, may be making right Um, so in the end uh, we lost a little bit control over the distribution the integrity the price integrity problems became larger Uh, we were finding very cheap rates we didn't know where they were coming from so there were a lot of offenses so in the end we needed to take a step back and and look at what channels made sense in our distribution roadmap so we obviously didn't put all our eggs in one basket. We still have uh, a big range of channels, or key distribution partners. Um, but we did move away from a few OTAs um, to reduce the manual workload, to reduce the distribution costs, um, reduce credit risk, finance reconciliation, and, and mainly as well um, to improve our rate integrity online. And if we improve our rate integrity, that means that we'll be bringing more business to our direct websites as our website won't be um, looking bad in the end um, on Metasearch, for example. And if we have less channels to manage, reduce manual work and reduce distribution costs, we can also focus more on strategy and on quality instead of quantity so those channels that we really have make sure that they're perfectly configured perfectly in sync with our systems in terms of uh, optimizing content as well because in the end the picture sells uh, the descriptions they sell And, um, and yeah so basically that is the steps that we're taking now
0: I mean, you didn't just look at sort of the cost, the commission costs for, for distribution. You also looked at the man hours as well. So you've got a really good grasp over the cost of acquisition. Um, across your channels
1: yeah absolutely uh, because we really need to think about the full cost of sales which doesn't only involve the distribution cost from a channel manager or connector or GDS fee. Um it's not only commission so you also need to look into how much time does it take to uh, update content update rates update cancellation policies do mappings how many man hours come into resolving issues incidents um, so all of that was taken into account of calculating really the cost of sales.
0: Now you have to do all of this and you had a team, you've got multiple teams in fact. Uh, how did you get them on board and, and got them to think differently about their roles?
1: Yeah. So first of all um, I think it's really important that they uh, feel that what they do is meaningful and only you can achieve that by being very clear on what the company vision is. Um, So in order for them to feel like something is meaningful, you imagine one year you ask them to connect 10 channels and then two years later you ask them to disconnect. So obviously you need to explain to them the why behind it, uh, show them the business case, um, tell them what it will bring to them as added value and not stop there then once you've executed it show them the results of the hard work they did Um, so that is how we really create a a vision Um, everybody needs to be on board with the company mission understand the why behind we're doing things and eventually also communicate results so that they feel part of the success.
0: And uh, I mean, you got them also to work with one another in different teams as well. So it must have created a much more harmonious working experience as well.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I mean, in the end, revenue management teams, marketing teams, distribution teams, they need to work together uh, towards a common goal. Um, so our company, for example, launched a five-year plan uh, where it's very clear what the need properties are, uh, what the need destinations are, um, ADR recovery. So we all sit down and we work together towards a common goal. So if there's a need, then marketing will help on the aspects of the campaign, revenue management will help on the on the terms of pricing and yielding, distributional. Make sure that it's everywhere visible. And teams help each other and sit together, um, which creates indeed a sense of uh, well, first of all, common goal, but also you learn from each other. Uh, you don't sit in your own department, only doing your techy stuff, you get to learn a little bit about revenue management and you get to learn a little bit about marketing.
0: Now one of the other challenges that you're addressing right now is a very complex groups business. Can you tell me how you're looking at that?
1: Yeah, Uh, so group business in the end, it's a a very large segment, MICE, um, and what we're also seeing is that it's also moving to digital. It's still a lot of email and phone calls, but since 2019, we've seen a 52% increase in (coughs) M&E online portals. So all of these portals need to be updated manually. You get these RFPs, your Salesforce needs to go in there, quote the business, respond back to the customer. There's a lot of time involved. So in the end, uh, we need to automate this. Um, There's uh, 80% of businesses, small groups, at least for NH, but it only represents 40% of the revenues. So a lot of time goes into the smaller piece of the pie. Um, So strategy of a small group should be in place. And hence, in our opinion, there shouldn't be much human involvement in quoting a small group. It should be uh, the RFP comes in, It checks the system availability and it goes back to the customer with a price quotation. And if the customer accepts, it creates a booking file in your PMS CRS. That's the way we envision it and where we want to go to. Um, That will not only make sure that your SLAs are shorter, you respond faster to guests so you have higher conversion, but it also makes sure that in the end your sales team, your group desk, is focusing on converting that larger piece of the pie, the big groups, the extra large groups. So there's a lot of need of uh, finding that technological partner that will help us automate that whole process. You today we've seen, um, and I've spoken to many technology partners here, um, we have a lot of um, automation in terms of sending emails, maybe as well on the quotation process, but we're looking really at someone that can help us from A to Z. So from reading the quotation, doing the quotation and getting back to the customer.
0: What I love is the fact that you really know the business inside out, all these numbers, you've really assessed the value that every single piece of business brings to NH Hotels. And you've also been looking at the corporate traveler and how you can add value to them and their loyalty programs.
1: Absolutely. So for corporate, I think everybody in the hotel industry is seeing that they are no longer just the standard traditional GDS bookings or direct bookings. Um, They're also booking through booking.com. So they're using all really available channels in the markets. Um, So first of all, we stood still and we said we have all of these unmanaged accounts. So these accounts that are booking through any channel and don't have a negotiated rates. So we focused first on data quality of these accounts, making sure we had uh, contact details. So, sounds very easy, but in the end, you need your ops teams, you need your sales teams to align and to understand that the focus is, get that email, make sure that they opt in for GDPR purposes so that you can contact and reach out to that guest. Then marketing becomes involved to create a campaign uh, to attract these customers to book directly. And then eventually we launched um, an NH plus program, which is in the end a loyalty program for companies where we want to attract that customer to book directly with us. Why loyalty? Because the more you book, the better you get, um, the better benefits you get. On one hand, price, which is of interest of the company who's booking, and on the other hand, added values, which is of interest of the corporate traveller that is actually uh, coming to your hotels. And I mean, it's early days, but we're already seeing that sense of loyalty. While before these unmanaged accounts were staying on average two room nights with us, they are now staying six. And while they on average visited one in each property, they are now already visiting three, almost four properties uh, per year. So um, yeah, it's looking good. We still have work to do to get that channel shift happening and move that customer to digital. Uh, But then yeah. I still have lots of work to
0: do. I think I could talk to you for hours, to be honest. Um, and I know we've already covered this a couple of times already, so you're doing incredibly well keeping <laughs> this fresh. Um, but you've worked hotel side, you've worked hotel technology side, back in the hotel side, which do you prefer and why?
1: I definitely prefer the hotel industry side because uh, it's more uh, versatile. Uh, so while in the hotel technology sides. Uh, I mean, it's, it's also a very interesting industry, but in the end, you keep it to tech. And now I get to sit with marketing, I get to sit with commercial teams, I get to sit with operations teams, even a brand, etc. So you learn a lot um, and it's it's great to form part of a company with uh, plans to expand, to work on, on brands. Uh, and learn about things where I don't have experience. So it never stops.
0: And you hear here at the IHTF. What's the value for you?
1: It's great, first of all, uh, after such a long time of COVID, to finally be again at a great e- big event, uh, meeting your providers face to face, but also meeting your fellow colleagues um, and, and hearing that they're facing the same challenges. So in the end, even though we're competitors, we've suffered the same Uh And we're looking at the same challenges in the future. So we're learning from each other. Uh, So, yeah, it was really great to be here and to meet
0: everyone. Janneke, thank you very much indeed for for joining me today.
1: No, thank you. It was a pleasure.
0: Travel Market Life. Listen to interviews of Accor, Melia Sarova, and the set collection in the IHTF Outtakes and the Hoteliers Voice series to hear other hoteliers talking about their strategies. Thanks for listening more go to travel market life the music sensation by zach nelson is reproduced under license from storyblocks travel market life is a Haynes marcoms digital marketing agency production serving the travel and technology industries